Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. How are you guys doing today? I've got my afternoon coffee for today. Just brewed a fresh cup for the hour. And uh, I've also got today what may or may not be poop bags. And for reference, I have actual poop bags and the way that they kind of like come. Uh, and then I have this thing that I got from the Eugene Marathon, which starting to think is not poop bags but looks a lot like poop bags like stuff that you use for when you're picking up after the dog uh before we get to any of that though let's say hi to everyone that's listening in on the podcast on the audio only version of the live stream hopefully you guys are having a great day you know i wish there's got to be a way i could do like an audio live thing right i was just thinking about that because i sometimes i listen to like the news live like when i'm out walk like walking the dog i wonder if there's a way to do this live um but anyway it's not. So it's pre-recorded for people that are just listening only. Hopefully you guys are having a good run or getting some work done today. And uh, for everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you guys are doing well and enjoying wherever part of your day that you're at. Let's see who's here for today. We got uh, Philip Bourne coming in saying uh, after work, he did a 20 minute, 11 second 5k at uh, LTHR. Ooh, 184 beats per minute. That's a lot. He says the poop bags are for cases where there's no cornfields around. Yeah. You know, today I had um, kind of my last workout before um, the the Eugene Marathon or the half marathon I'll be running this weekend. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure what's going on, but I kind of need a bathroom. I didn't. I ended up being fine. But there was a couple of moments where I was like, I might have to cut this workout short. Uh, and in like related news. Navy Pier is opening back up soon, or like they're starting to uh, their plan on reopening. And, and I mean, Navy Pier is like a big tourist attraction here in Chicago. And uh, the main thing that's notable for me, the way it's pertinent for me, is that there are very nice bathrooms <laughs> inside Navy Pier that you can go to. And they're usually open, you know, even re relatively early. The children, there's a children's museum right on Navy Pier as well. Uh, and there's a lot of people that kind of work there. And so like, it's been closed for pandemic reasons for a long time, but their reopening plan is starting and that's going to be very useful because that's a, at a very useful spot. It's about like all about four miles exactly from here. Um, and so like, that's, that's a pretty good stopping point. That's a good stopping point. So I look forward to that area opening up again. <laughs> Running on empty says, hi, I'm just watching the video. Someone said it's actually finishing line tape in the comments. Yeah, I, th I think that's what it is. I was looking at the Eugene marathon website to make sure that I had all weekend and didn't have to do it like a specific day, like, you know, Boston Marathon, like you had to do it within like a 24 hour period. I thought I saw for the UG Marathon that you had like a two day kind of like window. And I just want to make sure, cause I'd rather run on Sunday here with the weather. I think it's going to like rain, maybe sleet or something like that Saturday here. So I'm going to try and run on Sunday, but yeah, I think, I think that's what it is, but we'll open it up. We'll see what it looks like. Casey A says, Hey everyone hitting the weights and stretching. We'll be tuned in for the live stream. Nice. And Brett Reed says, most of my casual shoes are just old running shoes. Think there's any harm in wearing endorphin speed since they have a plate? I don't think so. I think you're going to be absolutely fine. Uh -huh. Okay. She's getting a snack, everybody, just in case you want to know. All right. Chris Yes says, I stopped using the music function on my 245 long ago because every update would erase my playlist. Now Garmin Express will not recognize my watch on my iMac. Charges fine through the same connection. What? That's weird. Sorry to hear about that, Chris strange uh, anyone else having that problem with their garmin hmm. i was just looking at garments today 
I don't I don't know if it I don't know how the YouTube algorithm does it, but it's been giving me all of like just Matt Legrand and Chase the Summit videos about Garmin 745 and Garmin 945. So I've just been watching tons of videos about that. I'm thinking about probably picking one up soon. Um, yeah, probably one of those. I'm not sure which one I'll get. Still, I've watched like, you know, at this point, close to hours worth of content on which one to get. I just got, I guess I haven't been really, like, really focusing with a mind towards a decision, but I got to get one of those pretty soon, I think. Kerry Smith says, yo, what's going on, Confusians? And it says, hey, Confusian, everyone, a zone two run with Pip tonight? To take it easy after Monday's 5K and Tabata and last night's cycle. You've been getting after it, Ennis. So <laughs> a zone two run, I think, is a great idea. Good job. Scott says Wednesday means rest day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been doing it lately where I like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's like kind of my favorite. I know three work, three quality sessions is a lot. I don't do that for most of the year. But what are you doing? Get, don't stand on the couch. The kids are climbing on everything. Um, I like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday normally. But this week I'm going Wednesday and then Sunday will be like my two like workout days this week. But, yeah, so Wednesday normally is an easier day for me, but not today. Corey Allen says, hey, hell, my dog Bonzo poops in the same place on our run every single time. I even let him out 20 minutes in advance. The poop bags come in handy. Nice. Do you think there's something about that spot? I mean, hmm. Do you think he's marking it? I bet you he's marking it. Frank says, basically all of YouTube is racing this week. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that is it that Wrexham? How, how do I say that one? That one in England uh, that a lot of people are, the, that is like an elite marathon. Yeah, a couple of people running that one. Uh, I think, you know, weather's getting warmer. A lot of stuff, I think normally a lot of stuff kind of like plans for after Boston, doesn't it? So I think, you know, people are getting ready. Don't jump on the couch, please. She is pushing buttons today. Dennis Jake says, hey, Kofuzi, como estas? And hi, everyone. I'm doing well. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, hopefully you're doing well out there, too. Sarah says, hi, all. Enjoyed the Eugene video today. I would do the half also. It's not for injury. Hope the one bar is tried on Monday. Never had one. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if I've had one bars before. I don't think so. Um, but that one looks tasty. It looks, it's got like a picture of a donut on it, I think. So I think it's supposed to taste like a donut. I could go for a donut. You know what I haven't had? There's a really good donut. It's not a, they've got a couple of locations in the neighborhood. Stan's Donuts in the area. Oh, I haven't been there in forever. Soon, soon. I'm going to go on like a neighborhood tour um, for all the places that like I haven't been like wanting to go inside. So that's going to be, I look forward to that. I'll bring you guys along with me. So we'll, we'll do like a neighborhood tour. I think that'll be fun. Louis says, yo, what's going on? Ozan Van Backstrom says, hey, yo. Brian Paulus says, yo, what's going on? What's going on, Brian? How are you guys? If anyone's new here today, welcome to you guys. We're all just hanging out. There's no structure for today's video for the live stream. There very rarely is. It's just a bunch of runners talking about whatever you guys want to talk about. So um, if you guys have any running specific questions, please feel free to leave them in the comments or in the chat. If you've already put it in the chat, I, I probably missed it. Usually the stuff that happens like in the beginning, with the timing, I miss it. I'll eventually kind of get caught up to the pace of everybody by like, you know, a couple minutes in. Uh, so feel free to like repeat it if I haven't answered it right away. And if you want and you're new, let me know uh, that you're, it's your first time here or if you're new here, relatively new here. And let me know where you're tuning in from if you're comfortable sharing that. I'd love to say hi to you guys. 
Uh, Monica and Hunu TV says, hey, Mike and everyone from Jay in Los Angeles. What's going on, Jay? Um, all right. Scott says, if I take two weeks off from running, how might that affect a half marathon distance in three weeks from now? Um, I mean, if like if the I think the the timing, Scott, I think in the question I'm um, a little bit confused on. So if it's like five weeks out, you take week five, week four, and then you have three weeks of work left. If that's the case, I mean, it depends on like what your level of fitness is going in and what your expectations are for the race. You know, I mean, I think that whether you're talking about five weeks out or three weeks out and taking two weeks off, you know, that's a pretty critical time for, you know, doing some kind of like finishing work, I would say, you know, I think, I think of it like, uh, you know, when they talk about like cows, you know, you like, you feed them mostly on corn and then you finish with grass kind of thing. I feel like that's a very weird way to think about it. But um, I feel like there's a lot of important work that gets done in those last couple of weeks. That's why I'm feeling like for mine, mine was, I, I had like a week, a, an off week, three weeks out for my half marathon. And I just think that like, you know, I had a decent level of fitness going in, but it was going to be a really important time to get like three, maybe, f well, three workouts that week anyway. But like it also like coming, you know, in the whole easing back into things, I lost maybe four workouts um, where I would have really pushed on a lot of longer threshold efforts. So, you know, uh, I think that's going to negatively affect it. I think that would have made it potentially something that I could have been in kind of PR range. And now I have to kind of back off by that a couple minutes. So that's kind of how I think it affects it. If you're just trying to, you know, um, have a good time and enjoy the race and maybe run with a friend kind of thing, then I don't think it's really going to affect it that much, you know, uh, in terms of being able to finish. But if you're like looking to set a PB, you know, that, that could be pretty tough if you have to take a couple, a couple weeks off. Uh, John Brian Serrano says, Hey, Co, I signed up for the Eugene Marathon too. What shoes will you wear? I'm not sure. So I'm thinking, um, you know, someone mentioned the Endorphin Pros yesterday, and I think in a comment. Um, and uh, it's a shoe that I've done an 8K time trial in, I think. Uh, and I've done a lot of speed work in that shoe, and I do really like it. It's one of my favorites. It was probably my favorite until the Audios Pro came out. Um, and so lately I've done time trials in the Audios Pro, the MetaSpeed Sky, and I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll do the Endorphin Pro. So I, I got them out for the workout today. And I was looking at the footage, and I feel like, um, you know, that foam, I don't feel like it's getting me kind of like the, it's not, my feet aren't like lifting up off the ground. So when I look at it, it looks like my back, my trailing leg is dragging a little bit. I just feel like it's not giving me the pop that I want compared to when I run with the Adios Pro or the Metaspeed Sky. The Metaspeed Sky is just like foot, like shoots back up. Um, and I feel like that makes for a very efficient and powerful stride. So I'm, I'm not sure. It's probably gonna be the Adios Pro. I might just for the sake of mixing it up, go with the Endorphin Pro. I kinda wanna run in the Metaspeed Sky. But you know, I was just talking about it yesterday. I got a lot of races that I'm thinking about. I haven't booked anything yet. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I'm looking at and um, yeah, so there'll be lots of other opportunities to, to get, get some miles in on those other shoes too. All right. Um, Corey Allen says, Hey Co, do you ride the carousel on AVP or always wanted to? I've never rode the carousel. Uh, my buddy and I, we took our kids to run, to ride in the Ferris wheel. It's expensive. It's really expensive. It's like 
$15 a person or something like that. It's very, very expensive. But what ended up happening is we got free tickets to ride it because we went to like Navy Pier has a, like a winter fest, basically like a street, like a carnival inside um, in the winter. And it's super fun. And uh, there's like a skating rink and there's all sorts of rides and games and just, you know, everything that you would find like at a carnival, but just indoors in the winter. Um, and if you bought tickets to that, you got like a free ticket to ride on the Ferris wheel on, on any other given day. And we, and we did it. And it was the only time like he had never taken his kids. He had never been in it. I'd never taken my kids and I'd never been in it. And we went and it was good for the kids were like, the kids really enjoyed it. It's like climate controlled. So you can go in the winter, you can go in the summer. Um, and it's a long ride, you know, but like if I would have had to have just dropped like 45 bucks for my, me and my two kids to go on it and he had to drive, drop 45 bucks or whatever, I think we would have all, all we would have been pretty annoyed. Um, the carousel, I don't know. My kids aren't like big enough, I think, to ride that yet. So like, I mean, there's a thing with like the, the, um, like the swing that you sit in and it spins you around. And I don't, I don't know if there, is there a regular like carousel, like, um, like the, po you ride a pony kind of thing. I don't know. I don't, I've never spent too much time on like that part of Navy Pier. There's like two areas that I, I go to. One is like the children's museum. And then the other is there's a beer garden out there. So like those are the two places that I go. Every, and then there's like stuff in between. I don't, I'm not really sure what else the other stuff is. All right. So um, let's get to this thing. Um, all right. This is, this is the thing that came from the Eugene Marathon box. Let's see if I can focus on it. So you could see that it has a Eugene Marathon logo on there and it's covered with a piece of tape right here. And it looks like it's like plastic on a roll. Here are the dog bags that I used to pick up the dog poop. It's plastic and it's got a piece of tape. It's even got like a little arrow telling you which way is the top. So it looks to me like a dog poop bag and I've had like um these are not like biodegradable but I have like biodegradable ones before and they're like usually like this kind of color so let's open this up and see what happens when you actually open it up and they're always impossible to open up properly so I'm opening it and there aren't any oh yeah it's perforated Yeah, there was a giant teacup right at the Navy Pier Winterfest. I know you wrote, you wrote it like four times in a row. So it's perforated in spots too. But that's a little bit long for like a poop bag. But you see the, the logo. And let's keep unfurling it. I mean, I could keep unfurling it, but it's just going to be more perforations. Let's see what happens if... Um, let's rip one of these. So I guess they were saying like... People are saying it's like a a tape that you could break it unfolds and it's not poop bags guys it's not poop bags it's just plastic wait no it's a sleeve it's poop bags it's totally poop bags so look see <laughs> it's i mean this is a little bit short for poop bag and it's really thin for plastic so i'm like there the higher there's i feel like there's a high probability that you're actually gonna accidentally gonna poke your finger through that and have a finger full of dog poop but this is a poop bag this is a poop bag that they're kind of like saying is a tape 
Oh, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Ron and Jason, Mystery Stop. Mystery Stop. Yes, it is supposed to be a tape that you're going to break through, but you totally can use it to pick up dog poop. It's, it's, it's a bag. It's a bag. Um, see? You can use it. You can use it to pick up dog poop. Eugene Marathon dog poop. There we go. Hey. Yeah. But the sandwich bag, yeah, I suppose you could put sandwiches in it. This is it something that you could use, I guess, if you were on like a farmer's market? Um, but yeah. <laughs> Brent is so excited over poop bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Louis says those are for a St. Bernard. No, not this one. This one is not. See, I, I when I when I tore it off, I tore off two. So this is this is the size for one. So yeah. Ron Dre wants to know what's the daughter snacking on. Do you want to show people what you're eating? Yeah, that's actually pretty good. It's really good. <laughs> JC says the poop bag should be more opaque, just saying. Yeah, I think that'll be good too. Oh yeah, and there's here's the cowbell. Here's the, here's the cowbell too. My daughter wanted. You know, we I one one year I bought a 12 pack of cowbells because we had we normally have like a party at our house for the um, marathon because it goes right by our building, and I bought like a dozen of them um, for everyone's kids to have so that way as they were cheering on the runners they can use the um, cowbells. And I, I, t I was running, so I told my wife, like, make sure everyone's kids take some home. And she's like, okay. I'm like, make sure everyone's kids take some home. She's like, okay. And then after the race, um, my kids had a dozen cowbells of their own, and they were just ringing them all the time. So we had to get rid of those. So I don't really like having these little cowbells around. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, Martha says, Kofuzi, those bags are almost as multi-purpose as buffs. It can be headband, neck warmers, snipe wipers on the wrist, and probably more. Yeah, multi-function bags. <laughs> uh, Kiel Kondrick says, hey, Ko, first time live stream for me. Awesome. Welcome, Kiel. Have you ever considered getting into getting into other endurance sports, cycling, swimming, possibly doing any short tries? I mean, not, I hadn't before, but with everything, you know, getting locked down and like a lot of of our normal exercise options getting taken away from us i was like oh i'm ready to try other things i i feel like i've you know kept a very narrow focus so i i'm kind of keeping an eye out for what's going on with lifetime does a triathlon in chicago i don't know what the distance is on it um but that's probably the one that i might try because it's close and i wouldn't have to worry about traveling and stuff um, so I'm, I'm thinking about that. I just also don't really, I'm not a very good swimmer. So I'd have to like kind of learn to swim. I'd probably get a coach for the swimming part. So, but yeah, I'm thinking about it for sure. Um, Tony Romello says, I feel like you'd be good at ultimate Frisbee. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I do enjoy Frisbee. Um, I don't, yeah, I'm not really, I mean, my level of fitness is different than kind of like ultimate Frisbee fitness, but I think I could be all right. Uh, Alan Shrimpton wants to know, are the poop bags biodegradable? My kitchen bags are, but you got to change it after a week or it breaks down in the bin. They need to pour out the garbage into another bag. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to guess that these are not really biodegradable. Because um, it didn't say anything like that on it. I just think it's amazing that people were telling me, like in comments today in today's video, they were like, no, that's not dog bags. That's a finish line tape. And I'm like, are you sure? Very well could be finish line tape, but I think it's a dog bag. Um, not really, Hank Aaron. It's like life. I think you said this the other day too. Lifetime fitness is really fancy. 
I don't know if that's the same. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. Lifetime is a company that puts on races. It's not sponsored by Lifetime. Like Lifetime is the name of the, like the production company. Maybe we're talking about the same thing. I don't know. Um, all right, Jason Dahl says that one in Chicago to Super Sprint, Sprint and Olympic. I don't know if Super Super is Super Sprint. Which one's which one's the shortest? I think I'd like the shortest one. The shortest swim, I guess. Although maybe I need a longer one to even out my uh inadequacies i guess mm. yeah scotty b says they're calling it finishing tape per the website yeah i saw that too Here's, you know why i think that's weird um that uh is because like you know i've seen that I, I, I think it's an interesting add-in and i know like the race directors are trying to figure out ways to make virtual racing more interesting or palatable you know but it's like you know i understand like you gave me a bib great you gave me like the samples of some other products, like the noon. Sometimes you have like collagen products that you can try or like a bar. Great. All those things are like the normal stuff that I normally would experience as part of the race. But like finishing tape, I've never broken tape before. I don't need, I don't need like a virtual tape breaking experience. What I would love is if they had something that I could put down on the ground and run over as a starting line. I cross starting lines all the time or I cross finishing lines all the time, but like breaking tape, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess it's like, it's, it's fun to see on social media. So I guess it's okay. Mm. Pete Johnson says, Hey, Kofus, you gave me some great advice to go for the Polar Grit X. Somehow I ended up going for Garmin uh, Phoenix 6. So we'll see how that goes. All right. I hope you enjoy. Someone else was mentioning the Phoenix 6 earlier today because I was talking about which Garmin should I look at. Uh, you know, is the, is the Phoenix? Oh, it's snowing. It's very sunny out and snowing right now. Huh, interesting. Um, yeah, I might like it the Phoenix 6. Because I think it's like, well, the Phoenix 5, I know, you can usually find them really cheap on Amazon these days. So I don't know. And Scott says, it is Lifetime that does sponsor the track. Okay. Okay. So maybe I have that wrong. I thought the name of the production company. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's the same company that does... The Chicago half marathon because I was I was I was working with them or I was going to be working with them for last year's Chicago half marathon. Um, I guess kind of like what I'm doing for the Eugene marathon, but in, in an official capacity and not as like, you know, some dude unboxing stuff on the Internet um, where they wanted me to like help promote the race. And they were like, hey, by the way, if you're ever interested in triathlon, you know, we do that, too. I was like, OK. So that's like, that's, that's the race that I'll probably look. And I, you know, I see them, people training for it, like all summer long, and like swimming along the lakefront right where I run. So I'm like, hmm. I'm like already here. I'm right here. Alan says, hey, Co, I'm giving plasma today for the first time. Cool. An experience on running afterwards. At least they returned my red blood cells. Seth would approve. Um, you know, I've never done that before. I've never given, I've never given plasma. So I don't have any advice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm sure someone else here has done that before. So maybe someone else can, uh, give some of their, share some of their experience. Yeah. Brian Paul says like, including the finishing tape is weird because basically all of us never see the finishing tape. Yeah, I, I've never seen finishing tape before. So, I mean, I don't, I don't even get to see it get broken, you know, because when, when I'm in the race, 
you know, uh, it, it, the finish happens way before I ever get there. So uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but Mark says there are cool medals to help motivate. The medals are nice. I, I do like the medals. I mean, I didn't do much racing in 2019, but in 2018, um, in 2017, I did a lot of racing and I was just, I just wanted to collect the medals. I thought they were fun, you know? Um, but yeah. And Mark thinks also shoe discounts could also help propel a virtual race. Yeah, I think so. But I think those are a little bit harder to kind of like secure those, right? So I'm, I'm not sure. I think that would be good. Um, but like, you know, I think, hmm. Like how would you connect? Maybe you connect like the local running store with the event to industries that are both getting hit hard by not having in-person racing. So I don't know. Martha says to use chalk and make your own fish slime. It's a lot of waste of plastic if other people don't figure out their poop bags or you use them for fin for sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, kudos for trying. Um, but like, um, huh? I'll, I mean, I'll certainly use these. That's for sure. What do you want? I don't need that. Um, uh, yeah, my, my kids are like just bringing stuff to me to show me. I'm like, I know what these things are. They're my things. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I will be using them to pick up poop for sure. <laughs> um, Jason Dahl says, I want my first tape breaking experience to be winning the Chicago marathon. JK, of course. Yeah. I, I am convinced. I don't think I'll, I mean, I, I can't envision a scenario where I'm breaking tape, but if I do, it'll most certainly be one of those situations where the runner like either bounces off the tape cause they just didn't have enough energy to get through it properly or like trips and falls, you know, that's, that's like what I think is going to happen. Mm. Affluent journey says hike the Fox Canyon outside of Denver a while ago. People take the time to put dog crap in the bags and then just dump it on the trail. I don't understand that. That's weird. Um, is it cause they don't want to put, like an uh like a very biodegradable substance inside a non-biodegradable substance is that the idea but to like dump that much poop uh in nature seems weird i don't know uh, jc's i've broken tape before on hotel toilet <laughs> nice um yeah secretly it says you lie the bags on the ground as a finish line and then you as you finish you trip over yeah i mean that's these are going to be so slippery if they got even a little bit wet you know you you definitely be taking a spill and it says i really like my phoenix 5 plus it's been a very good watch all right maybe we have to look at that one i hear i mean the thing that i find amazing about garmin is that they update their old watches and DC Rainmaker had a really great explanation of it. It's just part of their culture because they have certain things that like get put into like boats and aircraft, um, stuff that like, you know, has to last a long time and that they have to support for a long time. So they've always just had this, you know, mentality of we, up, we update our stuff, um, which, you know, I think eventually they're probably going to stop doing that on their watches because uh, no one else is doing that with their watches. But it's kind of cool that they're doing that. And Corey Allen says the Polar Night 2 is officially for sale today. Just to check the Polar website. Yeah, I, th I thought, you know, I 
didn't realize that that would be the case, but it makes sense. I just saw like in my YouTube subscriptions feed like a video on the Polar Ignite 2. Cool. All right, I'm gonna try to catch up to you guys. You guys are way ahead of me in the chat. Mm. Scotty B says, I need the Palm hat. Snowflakes in Minnesota today. Yeah, I ran into it today. It was a really good hat. It's very warm, really warm. So like solid uh, winter hat. My other Palm hat right now is the um, one that I got from running the 2019 Shamrock Shuffle. That's a good one, but it's it doesn't uh, doesn't fold over, or it does, but that hat is small, and so like I just unfold it so it's single layer. This one is a big hat, and so you can fold it over so you get that double layer right around the ears. Nice and warm, really good hat. I highly recommend. Mm. AD says, Hi, Kofuzi. I'm ex excitedly awaiting the delivery of a Coral Space 2 for my birthday today. Awesome. Well, happy birthday, AD. Decided it was a better option than the Polar Ignite. Your review helped me decide what I needed in a watch. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's that Coral Space 2, if, like, spec-wise, it's an amazing watch. And, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of runners trust it. That's a good watch. I mean, I haven't tried the Pace 2. I've tried the Apex, and I did really enjoy that one. But as far as, like, price per spec sheet, you know, it's got a lot of stuff on there. And Leslie Clayton says, I'm sure it varies for people, but I've had no problem running after getting plasma. Okay, thank you. It's good to know. Mark says he used to donate plasma in college for clubbing money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan Cam is here. What's going on, Brendan? Hopefully you guys are doing okay up in Canada. Um, and... CV76 says, they should have finishing tape for that Friday 5 p.m. clock out. <laughs> You're done with the week. And you just like punch through it. Like, yeah. Finished. Mm. And Bryce Blankfield says, I'd much, I'd much rather get a long sleeve shirt than a medal from a race. Uh, yeah, I mean, this one, they gave a shirt and um, and a medal too. Uh, so that was, that was nice. But like, my, here's my pet peeve. I don't, I don't like it when the race shirt has like a bunch of sponsors on the back. Um, I get it, you know, uh, especially now, you know, when these racers are just trying to survive, uh, it makes it more palatable for the sponsors if they also get to put them on the t-shirt as well. But I just, I just some, I don't know. I feel like that should be something that you upsell to someone that's interested in being a title sponsor. And maybe just have them be on the logo on the front of the shirt and leave the back of the shirt clean. Uh, I, I'm not really a huge fan of when there's a whole bunch of stuff on the back. But, um, yeah, I think that long sleeve tech tees are always useful. And so I feel like that, a beanie or a hat, like stuff that you can, I mean, like a t-shirt people wear and then you kind of like forget about it. But like a hat. You can wear that for multiple years and you'll, it won't feel like it's an old item. So I feel like if you're talking about like, how do you keep promoting your event even after your event, a winter hat is a great way. If you're in a place that has winter. Like for example, I, like I ran the Indianapolis Marathon like three years ago. I still run in that hat and I still recognize other people who run in that hat in around here in Chicago. You know, So I just feel like it's a really good way to it's, I think runners like it, and I think 
it should make you know race sponsors and stuff happy too uh dj uqt really cool avatar illustration there says i've just started my running journey your runnings your videos have helped me a lot out a lot understanding running shoes as a beginner are the socket endorphin shifts a good one to start with i researched it a lot um i think for some people it's a great shoe i don't love that shoe um it's a little confusing to me like a shoe that's that tall i feel like it should be a little bit softer but it's still pretty firm and it makes up for it because it wants you to be very smooth in your gait cycle. Um, and there's just a lot of stuff in there. It's, you know, it's trying to do a lot of things to kind of like put your foot in the right spot. And what it thinks is the right spot, it isn't, you know, maybe it is the right spot for me, but it doesn't feel like the right spot for me. So I always feel like I'm kind of like fighting it a little bit. So it's, you know, um, it probably wouldn't be my favorite first shoe to start people out with. Um, but if you think that you need some more of that, those control aspects, it's got a really big heel collar in the back. It's got a lot of con that, that like armor that's in the heel cup extends down into the midsole material again. So it's going to keep you from crashing in like your ankles from crashing in too much. So if you think you need that stuff, then I'd give it a try. Um, but from Saucony, I'd probably also look at the ride first. Um, or, uh, if you want something a little speedier than that, then possibly the Canvara that might be a little bit too stripped down. Um, the triumph would be another one that I would look at too. So I think I'd rather see a person try out the triumph before the shift, but you know, I don't think that that's necessarily a wrong choice. Benzie new shoe down and says, good morning, Kofuzis. What's going on, Benzie? And Oren says, I'm not sure if I chat you're going through, you're going through, sorry. I see you, buddy. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm just really far behind on the on the chat today. That's my fault. Um, Keel Kondrick says, what are your thoughts on virtual races once COVID is over? Quote, unquote, and in parentheses, whatever that means. Do you think some will continue implementing a virtual option, potentially to support causes people like? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, virtual racing isn't going away. The virtual option isn't going to go away because I feel like there isn't, um, it doesn't cost the race directors a lot more to support the virtual option, I think, especially if they've already figured it out, right? So I'm not sure it's going to cost them much more to support it, um, but you're going to, I mean, you're probably not charging as much as like a full in-person, but it's a nice way of making revenue on the race. I think that it'll still, I mean, and I, you know, I made my video today about my last, hopefully my last virtual race, but I don't think it's really going to be my last virtual race. Um, I, I could see it like what I think is going to happen is we'll see. I don't know how popular this will be, but I, we already saw it this year, especially with like races like the Shamrock Shuffle. Um, there were a lot of pros that were going to be running races virtually. And so like on that particular day, they're doing their virtual like Shamrock Shuffle and posting about it. And I think they're going to use, you know, and try to encourage other people to participate in some of these other types of races. So I think that there's going to be a stuff like that that happens. Now this year with the Shamrock Shuffle, I think it was because those athletes probably, you know, were, you know, contracted for appearance fees and stuff. So instead of that, they were like, we'll still pay you something, but you gotta help promote this virtual option or something like that. I think is what I imagine the conversation went like. I have no knowledge, just a complete guess. Um, but I, I can see that happening. 
And I can also see it happening for um, other things that are very unique, but maybe hard to get to. So like stuff that like Ginger Runner does, like I think that if he continues to do like virtual races or stuff that like Avarepa running is, is doing with like, you can do real vert or treadmill vert um, and have those kinds of competitions. I think that those are fun. Um, I think those are really interesting. And I think if I were say in Guttenberg right now, rather than in Chicago, then it might be something that I would think about doing. Cause then I could just run up some of those giant Hills over and over, you know, it's like, you know, in Guttenberg, if I went to the right, it was an 0.8 mile uphill, 8%. If I went to the left, it was a three quarter mile, 7% incline. And if I went straight ahead, it was like a 5% incline for like 10 miles. So like I could just figure out different ways to get um, vertical and just log it and accumulate it over time. So I think those will be fun. Um, and I think that like, but like, you know, like your local, like, you know, run for the zoo kind of thing. I, I don't know that they'll have virtual options, um, but they may. Cause it's, you know, there's always those options of like, you know, just make a donation for the cause. And so it's like a way you can make a donation for a cause. Um, at least you're getting something out of it too, you know? So there's, I guess that, there's that option, but I don't think that that virtual option is going away. And I think that in some instances, it'll be a real fun way to participate. Other times it'll just be like, eh, you know, they made the money grab, good for them. Hopefully they made a couple bucks, but not for me. So I think that's gonna be the vast majority of it, but I think there'll be a couple of really interesting ones that'll still be out there. CV76, my human is so nice. He picks up my poop. Yeah. Yeah, my dog's got it made. <laughs> um. All right, Ormagon says, if MAF heart rate is 180 minus age, should my easy runs be at 165 beats per minute? Seems high. That would be faster than eight minute mile pace seems fast. My easy runs are usually 150-ish. Am I running too slow? 520 per kilometers-ish? No, you're not. Um, and I think that um, it's, uh, think of it like a speed limit. You don't have to drive that fast. But um, anything faster than that is really going to start taxing your, uh, some different systems. And so I feel like if you can run your easy runs at 150-ish, stay there and just run easy and that is going to be the bulk of your miles but if you're doing something like a math test like the maximum aerobic function test uh, where you're doing the five miles or around the track um, then you'll be running that at 165. so that's the way that i would tweak it but also i i think that mathetone doesn't quite work as well at the kind of farther ends of the bell curve of the age spectrum so uh and i think that you're kind of at that one end that it may not kind of make as much sense like you know i think that if like if anyone ever was like hey i'm a i'm the wrestling coach and i also just started coaching the cross country kids i have no idea what i'm doing what do i tell them to do in the summer you know i would probably tell them you know give them all heart rate monitors and tell them to just run easy all summer long um you know, so I think that there's definitely value in a lot of easy running as far as aerobic base building, but like trying to stick strictly to Maffetone uh, at some of the farther ends of the spectrum, the like the the general formula may need a little bit more tweaking. 
The other thing that I would consider doing for your Oren is kind of use the same concepts of uh, Maffetone, but maybe use a, um, uh, you know, figure out what your max heart rate is and then do more of a traditional like zone training and stay in zone two. So that's another way you can look at it. I have a feeling that the numbers aren't gonna be that different, but uh, that might give you numbers that make a little bit more sense. CQ Elite says, as far as finishing tape goes, you can use toilet paper. If you have to rush the toilet afterwards, you're all good. Two birds, one stone. I've seen people do that. Um, not then use that toilet paper immediately after a race, but I've seen people um, set up and use toilet paper or like a roll of paper towels as their finish line tape. It's pretty cute. All right, Beast714 says, hello, co-fans. What's going on, Beast? Mm, Jeff Elliott says, my zone two, according to 8020, is a good bit higher and easy to stay in than my map number. Yeah, I mean, it, there. I think that like, as much as I like Maffetone and I feel like it's working for me, um, you know, it's like a general rule. And so I think that if there's ways that you can dial it in with more diagnostic tools that you have available to you, I think that's great. And I don't think that we should shun that, you know, but I also think that like a lot of this was designed at a time and for people who are just like a uh, heart rate monitor, what do you mean? Um, you know, like, what, what what am I supposed to, how am I supposed to get a heart rate monitor you know so I think that there's there maybe like a historical context I mean maybe maybe we're sophisticated enough that we don't need Maffetone anymore but I also think that like you know as someone who overcomplicates things all the time you know I'm trying not to I mean maybe this is one maybe I've uh, maybe I've undercomplicated the wrong thing but I don't know Lena says, I gave math for six months. Didn't see a whole lot of progress. And I'm just doing whatever on my runs, LOL. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta go with what works for you. That's all right. Uh, Bryce says, what's going on, Bryce? Good to see you. Just can't wait to go make an Americano on this chilly Minnesota day. I think we got a lot of Minnesotans up in here today, huh? Someone was saying that there is a, someone was telling me about a Minnesota half marathon. Uh, is it a Minneapolis half marathon? I didn't look at that. When is that? You know, I have a couple of friends that live up in Minneapolis. I do enjoy the city. I do enjoy the city. I think that's certainly a place that I think we could put on the try and put on the Kofuzi tour for this summer. I saw. I, t I talked a little bit more to my wife about it last night. I think she's she's warming up to the idea of us coming out of out of the bunker. Uh, the dog made a weird noise, so I just want to make sure he's okay. He's just, he's dreaming about knocking over the garbage or something. Um, yeah, so she's, she's warming up. I'm warming up to the idea. So I think I'm going to maybe tonight or tomorrow, maybe start booking some races, start figuring some stuff out. So we'll see. Mm. Ormagon says, what's the most amount of steps you've done in a day? Nearly 30,000 today. My legs feel like lead. I think that's a lot of steps. Um, I don't know. I don't have my watch on right now. It's charging. Well, I was charging earlier today, and then I just forgot to put it back on. Um, I think for a lot of my runs, I'm getting in. Um, I think I get like ten to twelve thousand in on my runs. 
I think I've had up to like 26,000. It seems like a number. Or maybe I'm just, maybe I'm picking that number from 26.2. I don't know. 30,000 seems like a big day, Orin. You've been moving around a lot. I mean, I think it depends. Have you, do you have comfortable casual shoes for all those steps? Or have you been running that much? That's, that's a lot of running, I would think. Sean says, um, I ran nine miles on Friday, no problem. Rope, jumped rope for 30 minutes at recess yesterday and sore AF. <laughs> That's so funny. I've been seeing a lot of um, jump rope videos on like Instagram. Um, the thing is with Instagram, if you watch one video, you get like 10 more times. So like, you gotta be, I, I like, I gotta be really careful. Like I make a lot of decisions, like split decisions. Like, do I wanna see 10 more times, like 10X of this? If I don't, I, I swipe really quick, you know? Um, but for a while, I was seeing like tons and tons of jump rope videos like every day. I was like, this is too many jump rope videos. I'm getting all the jump rope videos. I don't, know, I don't understand it. But yeah, it's an interesting type, kind of workout. Mm. Orin said he got 30,000 steps on eight miles of running. That seems off. I'm sure he did a lot of uh, other stuff too. And then Frank says 50, 000, 50K would probably be at least 50,000 steps. Yeah, you know, I think that um, for a walk, I remember when I did Fit, when I was using a Fitbit a lot, I think they would say like 5,000 steps a day equals about six miles or something like that, did they say? I don't, what was it? Was it 10,000 is five miles? I forget what the math was. I forget what it is. Um, I think I routinely get like in the 20,000 somewhere i think that's my normal i wish i had my watch with me but i don't know um i run on beer says i know i had over a hundred thousand steps for my 100k whoa that's a lot that's a lot mm. remy says what's going on remy he says hi friends anyone have software to convert dot t6 files to dot fit yeah i don't know how to do that um Basically, the way I approach stuff like that is I try to do like like, like uh, file laundering. So what I'll do is I'll try to see like, all right, if I have this file in stride and I export it, what are my export options? Like Polar gives you a couple of different export options. And then, but sometimes if I look at stride, uh, Strava, that give, might give, so I might upload a file type to Strava and then I could get out a different one. You know, that's what I would look at. Otherwise, I, don't, I have no idea how to do that. AAQ says, evening. Training for my first 100K Ultra. Any tips? I've done a 50K before. I don't have any tips. That's beyond where I've been. Um, I've done a, uh, I've, been, I've done like my own 50k before. I haven't done a real one. Hopefully, I'll be doing my real one in June. Um, I mean, not not that it wasn't real. I did 50k, but like you know, one with like a bib and a race, and hopefully lots of people with cowbells and stuff like that, and gummy bears and food and yeah, junk food and soda. <laughs> junk food and soda. That's what I'm here for. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping to do my first 50K trail race uh, soon this year, but I've not done the 100K. I don't really know how to, how to, I don't know how to level that up. It just seems like a really big jump. 
I mean, I guess there's the 50 miles in the middle there, right? So it's a lot. It's a lot. Good luck. Good luck. All right. Keel Kondrick says, what are the benefits of having a running coach? When do you decide one is necessary? How do you find one? Oh, okay. Uh, the benefits of having a running coach, I think, is it gives you another set of eyes on your running and it kind of helps you figure out how to get to your goals um, and how to get through potentially some of your weaknesses or the, like kind of the ruts that you might tend to gravitate towards, habits that you don't know that you have that may be holding you back. So I think that there's a lot of ways that running coaches can really help people benefit depending on where they are in terms of like their running experience. So when do you decide one is necessary? Uh, I mean, I think pretty much anyone can benefit from a running coach. Um, keep in mind that I don't have a running coach. I've never, I mean, I've had running coaches before, but I don't currently have a running coach. But like, I typically think about running coaches, a good time to have it is when you feel like you've um, plateaued. Right. So be like you've done everything you know how to do and you've kind of like have been getting the same result. You know, now might, that might be a good time for you to be like, all right, how do I get to the next level? Whether that's I want to go from 50 K's to 100 K's and I don't know how to get there. Or like I've been running the same time for the last three, four years. How do I break through and improve on those times? How do I put together training plans? How do I unlock the re rest of my potential? Like that's like and you don't know like really how to do it. Um, a running coach can really help you do that. And I think that they can especially help in the areas where you might have blind spots. You know, I think that's where like having that outside perspective can be helpful. How do you find one? Um, yeah, I mean, a really great way to find one these days is pretty much like on Instagram. That's how I'd probably look for one. Um, you know, a lot of the different coaching groups tend to be pretty active uh, because I would want an in-person running coach. Um, someone that I could, that has a group that I could train with, do long runs with maybe, or do like midweek workouts with. Um, you know, those are the kinds of things that uh, I would want out of a coach. Someone that has a group that I can be like, that I can like lock into um, and connect with uh, on, on that level. Uh, and those kinds of things, like those kinds of coaches tend to have like, hopefully, I mean, for someone that's a coach that I'm gonna wanna work with, They'll probably have a decent like Instagram presence. Their coaching group has a decent Instagram presence. So like, you know, if you're looking at and are aware of runners that are in your area, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever it is, um, you'll see that. Or like if you go to your local race, a lot of times those coaching groups might have uh, like a team kit, you know, where they're like things like McCurdy trained, you know, things like that, uh, where it might say like, this is, we're part of that group like right around, like around here, like DW running is a big group around here. Um, and then a lot of like the, the local elite or in sub elite groups here also have like regular people that they train. So they all kind of have like the same similar uniforms. So that's another way to kind of figure out like, oh, okay, these are the people that are big around here locally. Um, you know, I could tap into that. So that's kind of how I would, how I would do it. Um, yeah, and Secure Elite says, a lot of running clubs have coaches associated with them. That's another great way to do it too. If you go to a local running club or if you're a member of a local running club, people there, run coaches might be members of those running clubs. They might have associated kind of like a like a pro at a, um, like at a golf course. 
Um, or people there are probably coached and they might have people that they've worked with. Um, Brett Reed says, what is Park Run? Park Run is like, a, it's a brand, right? And so it's a, it's like a race organization company. I believe it started in the UK. They're all over the world. There's Park Run in the, in Illinois as well. I haven't been to the, I don't think I've ever been to Park Run, but basically the premise of Park Run is it's a regular, I don't know if it's every week, but a regular 5k race that's chip timed. Um, so an official 5k race, uh, that's run somewhat regularly that you can use as a way of kind of like gauging your fitness. Some people, they use it as part of their couch to 5k. Some people race in it regularly. Like they go like once every couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, I believe it's always 5k, right? Are there other distances? I'm not sure, but that's what park run is. Um, but like when people say like, I love my local park run, they might be, I think that they're usually talking about park run, like, like, you know, I don't know if it's a registered trademark, but like park run the company. But like when I hear it, I think of like, I love like my local 5k, for example, like in Chicago, Kara, Chicago Era runners association puts on something in conjunction with the city where they put on free timed 5ks once a month over the summer in a variety of different the location moves. Um, but they focus on areas uh, that are in underserved communities. So to get other lots of people just involved and exposed to a different kind of act, physical activity and sport. And so that's like something, and that, those are free. I think park run, you have to pay to be in park run. But so that's kind of like, uh, a, a, like in Chicago, that's the version that I'm aware of. And Ben Y says, yep, 5K every Saturday. So many around London to choose from. It's cool. Frank says, Park Run isn't chip time, is it? I thought, you know, I always thought that you got a time. I don't know if they just yell out times as you go by or if there's actual chip, but I'm not sure. Mm, oh, and Oren says, it's run by volunteers and that's what makes it free. Okay, I'm learning too. Awesome, very cool, very cool. Louis says, our state and district does free 5K and one half marathon and a full a year. Oh, that's so cool. And then it's confirmed. Park Run is free. Awesome. I didn't know that. I thought you had to pay for it. Very cool that it's free. Awesome. Mm. Secret Elite says, normally a tag at end record time. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Oren says, you get a time, personal barcode that you scan at the finish. Hence the time on website. Nice. Okay, there we go. Cool. Very, very cool. Awesome. Maybe that's something I should go seek out. The um the park run. Or maybe I just do the one that's local to me, the one that Kara puts on, the Chicago Area Runners Association. Maybe I'll do that one. Alright guys. I think that's a good place to leave it for today. Um it's three fifty five. This hour flew by fast. I had a great time talking to you guys. Um tomorrow's video is just gonna be like you know, one of the like a workout video. Um it sounds weird. It's not like, you know, it's not like a, um, aerobicize aerobics video, but, uh, it's just a workout video go over and over going over the workout that I did today, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, and then we'll do another live stream in the afternoon. Tomorrow's going to be happy hour. So bring your recovery beverage of choice and hopefully I'll see you then same time as today, 3 PM central time. And until then be safe out there, everybody. Thanks. <laughs>